In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches, and honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey.
Controversy. What is up, folks? It is so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey. This is Ryan Bailey. This is your Monday episode after Thanksgiving. We have done it, folks. We have survived a weekend with our families, whether it be blood relatives or the family that we make our friends. I hope everybody had a great one. I gotta tell you, mine was extremely uneventful in the best way possible. All of that stuff that I had built up, ready to throw my cop without a badge, Teresa Giudici. Uh, I had brought a prop like Carrot Top to Thanksgiving dinner, and I didn't even need it. There was boring conversation at dinner. Did that happen to you guys? I was pre- I was overly prepared, and then nothing happened. The only thing that happened was my little nephew, Watermelon, as he's known on this show, his voice is changing. He's, he's becoming a man, and... I got so sad. I, I had never seen the passage of life. Like, you know what I'm saying? Where I'm like, and I think I, uh, oh, nod. I think he listens to this. And, and C-Man, if you're listening, I love you, dude. He's going to help me with the YouTube channel, you guys. I put my nephew in charge of the So Bad It's Good YouTube presence coming in 2022. He's going to help his uh, old uncle here learn the interwebs of the YouTube. He's very excited. So uh, he has agreed to come on board the uh, So Bad It's Good Army. Uh, <laughs> but I got to tell you, I heard his voice and it's deeper than mine. It's uh, at moments. And then at moments, it's like, ah, ah, hey, what's going on, Ryan? <laughs> I'm such a dick. Did you guys have an all right time, though? Did you? It looked like you, you, you know, the the people I follow on Instagram, I know a lot of listeners, it looked like you guys had a great time. Um uh, I was already looking up dieting apps the night of Thanksgiving. So that's always shows a great time. And my cousin and her boyfriend came down and we just had the best time. They're great people, great buffer with my parents. And of course, my mom, Becky Bailey, is coming out this week to see the new place I moved into and to, to give her a feminine touch, if you will. <laughs> She's just, just put me in frills, mom. I know you want to. Um, but I hope you guys had a, th- a great Thanksgiving there was almost too much content over this Thanksgiving, and we're not going to get to all of it today because that's that's a madman's uh, mission. There's just no way. There's too much. You got Real Housewives, Ultimate Girls Trip. They released the fifth episode. Excellent. Ramona's batshit. By the way, Heather Hollow Thompson gave what we call an exit interview of all the Housewives franchise, I believe, in page six today, and she pretty much said she heard Ramona say, this is why we, you know, we don't have uh, uh, black housewives or something of that nature. Uh, You'll read it. It's very damning. Uh, That's what I said last week. I said, Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip seems almost like a farewell, like a farewell song to Ramona Singer. Uh, You know, they're they're giving us her greatest hits and we're going to say goodbye after this. I honestly don't think Ramona is, and I I don't want to Bad news. I know she has got a great fan base, um, but, uh, you know, so does Alex Jones. I mean, I think, I think, and I know we're already spitting truths, 
but I would be okay. I've gotten so much greatness out of Ramona that I think I'm good. But Ultimate Girls Trip, you guys got to watch it. I know a lot of people haven't signed up for Peacock, including our guest today, Sophie Ross. She hasn't even signed up for Peacock, but it is worth it. I really do. And we're, there's there seems to be so much good content on there. And I'm so happy that Bravo is finally getting into the game of universe building because they have a great universe to promote. I have not watched Potomac yet, but we do talk about Nicki Minaj today. Uh, I do want to point out that, yes, Nicki Minaj is very troubling. And to speak on Ashley Darby and Michael, well, I, lo- I love when Michael Darby gets taken down a notch, but it is hard coming from Nikki. If you look at who she's married to, I, you know, guys do your own digging. By the way, that's what's great about the internet. You can do your own research, but also just remember where it's coming from. And also remember this show is, is, and I think you already know this, this show is mainly to make you laugh. I hope that it gives you warm fuzzies once in a blue moon, but Mainly, it's here to make you laugh. I love all these pop culture things so, so much, just like you guys do. I love them so much. I think about them all time, all the time, and it's been since I was a kid. I devour this stuff. And I've also been around this stuff so much that you start to see patterns. You start to see patterns with pop culture. And what I talk about in this episode and what I've been talking about recently, whether it be the Jen Shaw Real Housewives of Salt Lake City debacle or the, you know, Erica Jane Real Housewives of Beverly Hills mess, we've gotten to a point with reality shows where we can't put anything past our reality stars, right? And I think a lot of the audiences are almost predestined at a point now to think probably the most negative things about some of these people because we've been lied to so much. And they're so damn good at it. And it's so entertaining to watch. I love getting lied to. And I'm not even joking about that. Not in real life, but on these shows. Hell yeah. Give me a lie any day of the week. I can dissect that stuff for an entire season. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to talk about maybe some of that today. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about that more in a second. I do want to say tonight, uh, there is so much to choose from on a Sunday night. It's literally a Sophie's Choice of programming. They really are trying to kill us, especially after a holiday. So we had tonight a new episode of Succession, which, by the way, those motherfuckers over... By the way, this is a family show. If you, you know, kids, motherfucker, that's what we're saying I found out at the end of tonight's episode, there's only two episodes of Succession left. Are you out of your GD minds, HBO? You're going to kill me like that? I feel like I'm about to go through another quarantine. Two, I can't. I'm not ready to say goodbye. I'm just getting warmed up watching Succession. How dare you? It is so dark outside. I need you guys to run episodes until the daylight savings time thing goes back again. Then we can end succession for this season. Until then, fuck off, as Logan Roy would say. If you don't watch succession, amazing show. It just gets better each season. Uh, Of course, Curb Your Enthusiasm. I also think they're having a good season. Larry David also has these kind of amazing abilities to make brilliant episodes out of his ass. Of course, Real Housewives of Potomac. We had the finale. Also have, this is interesting, we had the season premiere tonight of Porsche's Family Values. So it's the Porsche spinoff of Real Housewives of Atlanta. I have not seen that yet, but it is very weird to have a Porsche spinoff. Um, I'm reserving judgment until I see it. But remember, she has some wild stuff go on in her personal relationships. And that gentleman that she is now with is in this series. So It'll be interesting to see that, of course. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, they did us a favor. They didn't air a new episode this week. 
And I think that is partially because right now on streaming services, you can get The Housewife and The Shaw Shocker. Worst name, they should have gone with The Housewife and The Shaw Squad, but The Shaw Squawker, Shocker, as me and Sophie says, it's a horrible name. It thinks makes me think of so many horrible things that Jen Shaw is not even a part of. Um, so that was on, and I watched it, and I got to say, congratulations to all the talking heads. We had Dana Wilkie, who was on last week. She's a talking head. She actually provides some fantastic information. We have the ladies from the podcast, The Bravo Docket. They've been on this podcast. Brian Moylan's been on this podcast. Um, so it, it it was entertaining in that sense, but I will say, and I, I can't wait to hear your guys' opinions on this, it did not have the same power that the housewife and the hustler did. And, and I believe it's because what I, I was talking about last week was that we are more emotionally invested in Erica Jane and the Tom Girardi scandal. Not that what Jen Shaw, Jen Shaw did so many horrible things, but the, the Tom Girardi one involves all of Los Angeles. It involves the California state bar. It involves three decades, almost four decades of criminal activity. I mean, it, it could take down so many people, that scandal. And Erica's been on the show for at least six seasons right now. Jen, like I said, is a one-season housewife at this point. We're not as emotionally invested, so uh, but it does seem like the Southern District of New York has a very damning case against Jen Shaw, and we will be talking about that, of course, more this uh, this week. I've got a great week for you, too, you guys. I cannot wait for you guys to hear tomorrow's guest. I talked to this person uh on the day before thanksgiving and you know when you talk to somebody they just live up to every expectation and it was very almost jill zarin like in the sense that i was talking and at the same time it was like what i would imagine an interactive real housewives experience would be where you're like oh my god i'm in an episode right now this is amazing Oh my god, I'm I'm actually in a scene with somebody from the Real Housewives franchise. It was it's like that sometimes when you interview these people. Um and I can't wait cuz I think you you're going to get a lot of laughs from it. Um and I think Bill and Becky will be on again this week. We got some other great guests. We've got a lot of goodness coming up. But I want to thank you guys so much. You have made this so um so great for me. Thank you for all of the reviews. If you are so kind, uh, continue to do that. If you don't like the show, I totally get it. There's thousands of podcasts for you to choose from. Uh, please go do that. But just remember, we all work very hard, whether it be me or the next podcast down the street. We're all sort of what a sort of like ear family, if you will. Also, there's a Patreon. We'll be doing a couple episodes this week. Uh, you know, patreon.com forward slash so bad it's good. You can, uh, a couple bucks a month, you can get more episodes if you need them. If you are wild enough. We did a really great Q&A last week that I answered some really wild questions. And people are still uh, discovering that. And I think they have enjoyed it. Um, uh, even I got my first nude um, over a DM and we talk about that. So there's a lot of wildness over there. And, uh, I think that's it. Uh, always thank to, thanks to Medica Lopez, who does all of my graphic work. Thanks to Sandra Freer, who does all of my booking and has just been amazing. I have a really good team of people around me right now, and that is including you. So let's get into today's episode finally. Okay. And before we do that, I guess I'll just bring up I have been obsessed with selling Sunset this past couple of days during Thanksgiving. Like I said to Sophie, I don't even know if I like this show, but I'm four seasons in, four seasons in and I love this show. So make sense of that. 
Don't know if I like it, but I think I love it. It makes no sense. It's so glossy. It's like eating so much candy at once, and the candy is the prettiest and the glossiest, and it has the best. It just has pounding music. Just imagine eating your favorite candy while like pounding music that you don't recognize at all, yet seems oddly familiar. It's playing in the background. That is Selling Sunset. And I will say, you almost can watch Selling Sunset a second and a third time just guessing what's fake and what's real. I can't tell. You know, I'm a, what I think, a seasoned pro of watching these shows, and I have no fucking idea what's real and what's not. Now, uh, tonight, and I don't want to draw extra attention to this, Christine Quinn, who I think is the star of Selling Sunset, I know some people might disagree, but I think, as I said in today's podcast with Sophie, I think she is on a different level than everybody else in that show in terms of how she's interacting. Now, Sophie, my Monday co-host and a good friend of mine, we talk about something, a Reddit thread that she found out. And I was fascinated by this, as I am all of the rabbit holes Sophie goes down. And I enjoy rabbit holes, but I also am lazy. And sometimes I depend on other people to go down rabbit holes for me or to point me in the right direction. And that's why I love Sophie. Sophie is the first person that actually even got me interested in Hilaria Baldwin, which we are coming up on a year anniversary of Hilaria. So there was a Reddit thread. There is a Reddit thread that was purporting that Christine Quinn maybe faked her 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 childbirth experience. Now, I am a man. I should not be commenting on women's bodies or women's issues. And uh, I will say, you know, Chris, I mean, I don't know how to say this, except that like, Christine is an amazing reality show character. Now, it has got to be extremely hurtful, I'm sure, to hear anybody say other than anything that then you gave birth to your child. Of course, um, we are in this weird kind of reality show, um, you know, existence or matrix right now where we've seen reality show people do some wild things, things that I mean, you know what I was thinking about? I was thinking about remember the season of Beverly Hills that came out afterwards um, with Adrian Maloof. You know, the stuff they cut out with Brandy Glanville, the one season, because Adrian Maloof didn't carry her, you know, children to birth. And Brandy called that out on the season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I believe it was season three. And that's a big issue that happened with Paul Nasir and Adrian, you know, all of that. Do you guys remember? You guys remember. You guys are just as into Housewives as I do. But it was this wild storyline that didn't even really make the show at times because it was trying to be stomped out. So I will say, as I say, this is one of the most passionate fan fan bases, reality show fans, really smart crowd, really passionate. And the theorizing can go next level. It can go nuclear. And... I will say uh, I've seen so many wild things since I've been doing this rumors and such not, whether it be on Dumois or girl gangs, which by the way, shout out to girl gangs destroyed Randall Emmett tonight. If you saw they, they found Randall Emmett's burner Instagram account. And I think girl gangs is coming on pretty soon actually again too. 
Um, and I cannot wait to talk to her about this. But yeah, found Randall's burner, was trying to be a sugar daddy, all kinds of wildness, and really got him, man. Like, I think a lot of these people think they're smarter than the viewers. And like I've always said, we've gotten to be a really sophisticated audience. Of course, we're gregarious. Of course, we're annoying at times, all of that stuff. And yeah, of course, sometimes there is a, I, I don't know. Anyways, what I will say is that uh, I know Sophie put this out. And Sophie said, um, I, I texted with her earlier because I know she had to board a flight. And then Christine uh, pretty much called out Sophie and doxed her in a way with putting, um, you know, uh, calls out to the people that she works for, you know. And, uh, and I thought that was, you know. I guess that's tit for tat in Christine's head, but I thought that was really shitty as well because this is a whole Reddit thread. Uh, Sophie didn't create this. Uh, Sophie does believe it, and that's that's Sophie's opinion. That is that, you know? And I will say, uh, anyways, but I am going to say I'm going to cut the section with Christine out. I want to be honest with you guys. Um, I always try to be honest with you guys. Sophie said I could leave it in. Sophie stands by what she said. Um, and I got to tell you, though, it wasn't too dramatic. And we had a lot of laughs because, once again, this is mainly a show that I would love for you to laugh at. I, I really would. Kind of want to make your day better rather than I know a lot of podcasts like to stir things up. A lot of podcasts like to get the dirt, all that stuff. That's great. Those are there. I kind of just want to make you laugh. And I get really curious about people. I want to find out about their lives and stuff like that. And, and, and maybe it's plotting and dour at times. But other times it might be really funny. And that's kind of what I want. So uh, I'm going to cut that because... And listen, by the way, Christine, like I said last week and like I've said since the beginning... I'd love to interview you, Christine. If for some reason somebody's putting this in your ear, would love to talk to you about all of this. Um, you know, I am personally loving what you're doing on this show. And I even said that to Sophie. Um, but I don't agree with you doxing Sophie at all. Um, but anyways, the offer is always open. Uh, you know, I don't think you'll ever take up that offer, but it is there. I would love to talk to you about this season and past seasons and the whole shebang. Uh, but we do have this amazing conversation that I think is so filled with laughs. And we talk about Thanksgiving and we talk about Kardashians and we talk about all the stuff that we love. We talk about all the reality series. And I'm going to leave in a bunch of Selling Sunset stuff too because it is so silly, you guys. And I want to talk more. And we're going to talk more about Selling Sunset. I've got other guests coming on to talk about Selling Sunset. But I wanted to say I am not unaware. My phone started blowing up at a certain time. And I've, I I woke up at 5.30 this morning to drive home from Arizona because I had a bunch of interviews to do. And I'm shooting a documentary this week. And I'm very tired. So my phone started blowing up a couple hours ago. And I've been debating to release this episode or not. And the thing is, it's not that bad of an episode. It's just that I know... Um, People not familiar with the show, I know I'm potentially going to get a lot of hate, and I'm just going to be honest with you on that. I know how this works. I'm going to wake up to potentially a lot of really bad emails, a lot of really nasty things for people that don't listen to this podcast or don't know me and potentially don't know Sophie, and I'm bracing for that. I, what I do ask, though, is just if you can, put it aside, try to laugh as much as you possibly can because that's how this was recorded 
it is not as dramatic. This podcast is not dramatic as at all. It's a lot of laughs. And like I said, I'm going to cut out the very small section that we actually talked about that Reddit thread. Um, and uh, that's it. I'm just not the podcast that, uh, that does that. So I'm so sorry to disappoint anybody that's here for the first time looking for that. Uh, maybe stick around though. You, you might, you might dig what you hear that that's it. Uh, basically a nice person try to be nice. So that's it. You guys, uh, for the faithful, for the people that have been here a long time, uh, let's have a great week. Um, we're, we do have a great week of shows. I'm going to be doing real housewives, ultimate girls trip, solo recaps. We're going to catch up on that. There's just a lot of goodness coming. So thank you. I hope you had the best Thanksgiving and let's have the best week ever. Remember there'll be a couple commercials halfway through this and then, um, that'll be it. And we'll, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Um, and please try to leave the go kill yourself messages to a minimum by the time I wake up or maybe even save them for later in the afternoon. Cause when I see them right, when I wake up, it's very jarring and it's very hard to wake up. So other than that, have a great week, you guys. Huzzah. You guys, welcome to a new week. It is a non-holiday week of So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. So we are in five days of misery ahead of us. There are no days off. We have we are fatter. We are hopefully happier. And you've got a whole new pop culture roundup with, uh, I mean, what she is a titan in the industry of pop culture. Uh, not only a writer, not only a comedian. Uh, I mean, she's also taken now, you guys. So all you guys listening, you don't have a shot right now. Uh, the one and only. Miss Sophie Ross. Sophie, happy Thanksgiving, or I guess happy after Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Was it good? Everybody happy? Yeah. No, it was nice. Spent time with family. Um, yeah, it was a good time. Ate a lot. Um, I, I actually, I never weigh myself. I don't have like a scale, but my parents do at their house. And I gained like seven pounds in the past like four days. Basically. Oh, after th- well, Thanksgiving night, I did this horrible thing where I just started, you know, I, I was just sitting there going like, Oh, I'm so fat. Uh, and then I started researching weight loss apps as you do on Thanksgiving. And then I signed up all for this in. one. What's that? All yeah. All in. So there's this lady, Freddie Mellencamp that, uh, she looks kind of like Kyle Richard, not even kind of, she does look like Kyle Richards. It's called <laughs> all in. I have had, uh, two gulps of air today. And she said it was too much. I feel good. Uh, no, it's this thing called like Noom, Noom, N-O-O-M. Oh, this is not an ad. Also, yeah, I mean. Is that a I, bad thing? I Well, it was I just. Mean, a- any sort of, any sort of, I don't know enough about like those apps and programs, but I think that any sort of program that monitors like you like that and what I've read about Noom, um, it's not, it's not great for, you know. Well, I've already lost 40 pounds on it, Sophie, in the last it, two days. So I think that it, it probably works for a lot of people. Oh, no, I'm just, does. <laughs> I think that that kind of stuff, I think what I was reading is that it just leads to like disordered eating because you're just counting everything. Yeah, like, like they do these categories. Oh, wait, wait. It's sending me a text right now. Shut up, you fat pig. Oh, shut up, you fat Freaking. pig from noon. Yeah, no, no. Nice. But it was like, it was the worst thing to do on the night of Thanksgiving because then you screw yourself for Thanksgiving leftovers. You're like, then you're like, I'm like, why didn't I start this? Like when I got back from Arizona and then why did you, why I'm an idiot? Cause I was like, you know what? I'll solve me feeling fat right now. I'm going to take drastic action right now at two 30 in the morning. And it was, it was idiotic. 
Oh my God. Oh, I, I know mean, it's dumb. That wasn't very well thought out. No. And then Christmas is coming up and now I'm on this like thing. I'm on this plan. Oh God. And there's like well, a coach is, that reaches out to yeah, you. Yeah, is and, your accountability coach like? Are they, you know, she, like she checked in, but she said she'll she doesn't usually work on the weekend. So I think I'm going to hear more from her tomorrow. They actually give you an accountability coach. Yeah, but it's probably like a bot or something. It's probably oh, yeah, my God. it's probably a bot. Like it's it's like or like the call center is over in India or something. In fact. Like I saw Instacart, like somebody opened an Instacart um, thing with my information this past week. And I got all this emails of like, your food's being delivered. And I called Instacart and obviously the call center is somewhere not here. And they were very nice, but it was like, you guys don't understand. They're like, sorry, you're unhappy with your service. No, it's not my service. I don't even, I didn't sign up. That's the whole point. They're like, do you have the last four digits of the credit card? No, that's not my credit card. Like they're- Who signed you up? I don't know. It's somebody in Virginia and they like, like ordered a crap ton and used like some coupons too. And then I'm trying to explain. It was probably whoever signed us both up for Hannah burners, like mail. It was probably Hannah. Yeah. It's probably Hannah and her funny boyfriend. Um, But then I started getting like customer service from Instacart. Like of like, how do you think we did? And I'm like, not good. Like, this is like the fact that I'm still, and I just wrote back, like I was, drunk from Thanksgiving. I was like, you guys are being played by this person. Like, I was like, you don't get it. This is not me. I was trying to, you know, and nobody's really, Brian, this me. is one, this is one, a blue check mark on Twitter would really come in handy. Oh my, see what the, is somebody a blue, is there a blue check mark God that's listened? Like, can I get a blue check mark already? Like I've never really <laughs> tried, but I feel like I should, I feel like my opinions should be taken seriously. I, I agree. I, I promise you I'll never use it for an airline. I'll prom I promise you I will oh never God. complain about an airline. I promise. And I got like put on like the terrorist list because I tweeted like at Delta once. Do you remember that? No. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. It was it was, <laughs> it was, I think it was actually spectrum. It was like cable. It wasn't even an oh, airline. Oh, it was spectrum. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was like, you're going to feel my wrath if I can't watch the new summer house. And they like took it really seriously. They're like, what did you mean by that? <laughs> I would have taken it a step further and like broadcast outside of Spectrum. Wait, what do you mean? Like I would do a live podcast outside of Spectrum until I got oh, my Oh, yeah, yeah, fixed. yeah. Yeah, well, that's your your move. My sickness, for yeah. In- yeah, for Instacart if they don't solve this. Um, okay, we got a lot of news to cover and I know you got to get to, uh, you got to get to stuff as well as I do. Yeah, so. I have a flight tonight. Woo! Speaking yeah, of, uh, yeah, th- that's a potential tweet in the making if the flight doesn't go well. Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Um, okay. So I, I, there's so many, I don't know where to start, but I guess we can start with some good news is that Lindsay Lohan is engaged. You guys, she's pulled the trigger on another engagement and it is very exciting for all of us. Um, her, her new, uh, fiance's name is, uh, something Shabbos, I think. Um, let's see. There was Instagram post today. Lindsay Lohan announces she is engaged according to CNN.com. Uh, her fiance's name is Bader Shamus or Bader Shamus maybe. And she wrote my love, my life, my family, my future. Lohan wrote on her verified Instagram account, tagging Shamus and adding a diamond ring emoji. The post features four low resolution photos showing the two in a happy embrace, including a look at Lohan's sparkling engagement ring. 
Lohan, this is the part of the article that freaked me out. Lohan, now 35. Like, what? I didn't even realize that she was 35. In my wow. head, she's still in her 20s. Like, yeah. I, this past couple months, like, the time thing is like really messed me up. Like, I, I thought everybody stopped in time like 20 years ago. And I'm just realizing when I see their age that I'm like, and then I'm getting the sneaking suspicion that I've gotten older in this. I always feel like that with like celebrity children, like they will be like a baby on the cover of like people magazine or whatever. And then all of a sudden they're like a full grown adult, like Surrey Cruz. But (laughs) um, by the way, Surrey Cruz, like we see her walking around New York all the time. It is going to be shocking the day that Surrey becomes like yeah. when when like if like when she gets her like boobies and stuff like that that's well, gonna ew, shock me like Ryan, no ew. I'm not trying to be it's just wait that's not a creepy thing it's going to be weird because she's like all of our daughters yeah and she I mean she's also just beautiful she's always been a beautiful child so I'm sure she's just gonna be like the most gorgeous adult who probably is gonna end up like being famous in her own right just because she's so beautiful and famous but um, I think back to Lindsay, she looks really, really, really happy. I'm so happy for her. And also her fiance is like a regular guy. I think he like is like a hedge fund, like some sort of like regular. Well, like let's finance. like a regular guy. I mean, a regular rich guy, a regular rich guy. Like he's not in show business is what I mean. Yeah. He's not in the industry. He's His not in the private pit. Instagram. You guys only has 600 followers. No, that's what I mean. It's like, yeah, he's probably like extremely, extremely loser, rich. loser, yeah. loser, not but verified. I actually was thinking about this when I was watching Selling Sunset also, which we also we need do. to talk I mean, about. I mean, I, that's all I want to talk about. But how, yeah. I know, same, but how like the richest people in the world aren't celebrities. Like the rich, the people that are buying some of these houses, like the super, super uber rich are like people in tech, people in finance that like aren't famous, which I think is super interesting because when you think of like, you know, it's all NBA players and like Kardashians and celebrities that would buy these houses. It's like, no, it's all just really successful, smart people that have like made so much money in this world that like, and they don't want to be famous. I yeah, think guess what? They're, you don't have an instant hatred of them like you do with certain celebrities. Right. Like, you I'm know, like, they get a livable. What's that? Yeah, that would be my choice. I would rather be, and we've talked about this. I would rather be super rich and not famous. Yes, of course. I mean, that's the, 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 the trappings of fame. It just sounds like horrible. Like, I mean, when I was a kid, it sounded amazing, but as you get older, like that's the last, like I have to look, wait, you mean I can't wear my basketball? Like, I mean, by the way, Adam Sandler would be my celebrity guy. Like that's how I dress is like Adam Sandler, just baggy (laughs) shorts. And like, he always looks like he's just woke up eating a jar of pickles. Like, um, but yeah, I I totally agree with that. So I, I hope Lindsay, it is cool though. Like we got Lindsay doing good, supposedly. We got yeah. Brittany doing good. We got Paris doing good. Um, that's really truly all we can want from these people that we love and admire from our 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 youth. Um it's also, yeah, and it's also like it's never too late for like, and not saying that they're old by any means, but it's like, you know, a lot of people wrote all three of those women off for years. Yep. yep. And it's like, look, it's never too late to get your happy ending. So I'm happy for all of them. Yeah. And I hope it really is cool. And I would, I'm, you know, I mean, Lindsay, especially in terms of acting, like there was a moment because she was in, 
a Prairie Hometime Hometime Companion, which was Robert Altman's last film. He was like a very renowned director. And she really was considered not just a pop actor that was doing really well for her age, but also a good actor actor. Like she was really there for like Meryl Streep said amazing things about Lindsay Lohan. And oh my God, there's a magazine cover. Do you remember that of when her and Meryl Streep were in a movie together and they did some like W magazine cover where they're yeah. like holding each it other? It was Prairie Time. It was Prairie Hometime Companion. Like That's it was that. Yeah, it was Prairie Hometime Companion. And uh, I mean, I think that, that was- What is one. that? Prairie Hometime Companion? Well, there was like this um, Garrison Keeler, who's this author and radio show. Like he created this thing called a Prairie Hometime Companion. And it was like on like- Prairie Home Companion. Prairie Home Companion. Yeah, it was on Prairie AM radio. Prairie Hometime Companion. No, Prairie like, Home Companion. Sorry, not Home Time. What are you- I just added it. I'm, I'm so tired. I'm so <laughs> tired. Um, no, I would just, I- um, <laughs> Georgia Rule. <laughs> Georgia, Georgia rule. Oh, yeah, that. Yeah, 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 that. Yeah, Jane Fonda. Um, oh, so no, that's what you're talking about? No, I'm just talking about all the movies she's done. And I just like in Georgia rule, she kept going, Georgia rule. <laughs> oh, yeah, Georgia rule. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, she also was like so strikingly stunning before all of her fillers and stuff. And her face, and that's what I noticed also about her her face and her engagement photos. Like she looks very just like natural again and happy. And like, it looks like she's stopped with like the crazy fillers. Like she just looks really good. So I'm happy for her, but she, yeah, she had like the whole world at her feet. Like, I remember, I mean, like what year was it? Like 2005 probably. Yeah. It was like, I, I remember right before mean girls, I was working at like a day spa in Los Angeles, a really fancy one. And we had like a membership program. So all these like successful dudes would come in and all that. And this one dude who's still actually a very big, biggish working actor in terms of like TV. Um, we would always like, Hey, what girl are you hanging out with now? And he was like, well, I got one. I got my eye on one. And he, I always remember that it was Lindsay Lohan. He's like, this is, she, she's Lindsay. She's like, she's going to be big time soon. And it was like, I would, I remember it was like her with like a bikini on or something. And like, I remember all the guys at the spa, like, yeah, brother. Yeah. Like just being like, yeah, brother. But then it was all, it really did. Like she blew up. Like I had never heard yeah. of her before. Um, and I always crack up about that, but yeah, I, I think it is never too late and it's good. You I was never really heard of her with the parent trap. Yeah, it turns out I didn't watch Parent Trap. Yeah, I did. I mean, oh. shockingly. I mean, that was the one thing that girls like that I never, I still have never seen Parent Trap. That's really weird, Ryan. Yeah, I'm going to turn in my pop culture Wait, card. You've yeah. never seen Parent Trap ever in your life? No, I think, and at this point, it would be weird. I mean, like at this point, it would be like, why is that creep watching Parent Trap? You <laughs> You're know? just watching it by yourself. What if I tell Sophie, just watch it. It's amazing. No, Holy but you shit. have to, you have to watch it because there are so many, I feel like it's, it's just, such an iconic movie. The handshake I mean, I get referenced it. all the time. Yeah. I'm a big sisterhood of the traveling pants guy myself. So, Oh, I was like, eh, I wasn't obsessed with that. I mean, come on magic pants. They all wear everybody's different body sizes. It's amazing. Yeah. It's so it's such a sisterhood. <laughs> I know Lindsay Lohan always worried me though, because after I watched the Lindsay Lohan, Oprah, like own TV reality show. And I was so excited for that. Cause I love reality shows. And then watching Lindsay Lohan kind of like dodge Oprah. That's when I was like, Oh man, she does oh. it. Like when she would try to lie to Oprah or like, be like, I think I'm doing good. And Oprah would be like, girl, let's talk. And I, I that would, that was embarrassing for me, you know? 
I remember there was something in particular that Oprah had set up for her. It yeah. was like some crazy opportunity. Life coach or yeah. yeah. And all she had to do was show up one day at 3 PM. Yeah. And she slept through it. And it's like, if Oprah can't help you, like a lot of, again, it's like a lot of this, you know, was her own making, you know? And I think a lot of it was that fame is, is hard, especially when you're, you know, just thrust into it when you're a young girl and yeah, she's had a crazy life, a very interesting life. And maybe well, and we see not- her parents. So of course we know where she gets a lot of that oh, on top Dina, of being super Dina and Michael. I know yeah. they're, yeah, exactly. It's like, she, she definitely probably has just, you know, a lot of trauma from her childhood and all of that. But um, yeah, that was a low point when Oprah couldn't help her. And now maybe she'll get an Oscar for the Netflix movie. Yeah. 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 I mean, who knows? I mean, it's all, I mean, that's like a winter uh, romance comedy that'll be out pretty soon. I'm so excited. I'm so, that's like my favorite genre of movie is like a Netflix rom-com. And now Lindsay is going to be in it. No, I think, uh, I, I think it is. No, I'm, I'm actually excited myself. Uh, moving on to Winter House had its finale, which was so weird that they they didn't air a new Vanderpump on Tuesday, but they aired Winter House finale on Wednesday. Yeah. When like, why didn't they hold it? I, I don't know what the. I mean, it wasn't that amazing of a finale until the very very last shot, which is like the shot heard around the world, where you know Craig and Paige they go coming on Summer House, and they show Craig and Paige make out in an elevator as the elevator doors close. And the fulfillment of that dream, even though we know they're together, was so still very exciting to watch for me. And I don't know why. Like, I don't even know. Like, I it's I don't even know why I got excited. But I was like, oh, my God. Oh, oh, oh. I was like <laughs> clapping like, Craig, Craig, Paige. And like, because it's like, it's, I was thinking about a little bit. It's like every like drama where they would do like a season finale and you would end with like, two people randomly getting together on scripted shows. So for that to go over to a reality show and they have that same moment, even though that moment was probably faked and reshot, it's still really exciting to see. It was exactly. That's why I was like, wait, what? what?" It was like the closing elevator door. Yeah. There's no elevator in the summer house. Where is this? What is happening? What was that? I was just so confused by that shot at the end. And And you think about the reality of that. It's not like some guy was like, oh, fuck, get the camera. They're about to kiss in the elevator. Like that was a planned (laughs) shot. you know yeah exactly um but the winter house finale what even happened um I like I tweeted this also I'm like Sierra I just didn't do it for me this season didn't do it for me on summer house um I was not surprised by the Austin of it all he's clearly a fuck boy well it was so weird it was so weird how she was like I'm falling in love and I was like hasn't it been like literally two and a half weeks Austin is living a charmed life he is living a life without consequences and like hurt people hurt people so what I find interesting is that now to Sierra Austin's going to potentially be her Madison you know what I'm saying like the way Austin feels about Madison Sierra's going to end up feeling about Austin because at the end he's like come on man you know and she's he's like okay so okay like let's just say like I just don't think I'm I'm ready for right, yeah. And then he'd be like, come on, babe. Like, no, look at me. He's like, so hey, here's the deal. We'll see each other and hopefully I can still hook up with you. And if you're cool with that, I'm down. I'm yeah, totally down. Yeah, and she down. was like, yeah, maybe we can kiss yeah. sometimes. Yeah, I'm like, 
He must have been but, just doing backflips in his head. Like, yes. But also her on Watch What Happens Live, she was still very like team Austin. So I yes. don't know what happened between them, but clearly, you know, he probably just has has her at his fingertips because he knows that she's in love with him. She clearly is. I mean, but, I would I would say he's the reality show version of Pete Davidson, but I think I like Pete Davidson. Oh, and yeah. I don't think, you know, it's yeah, just that. And I don't want to say that he's digmatizing these ladies because I don't think he's really got, I feel like it's drunken, like loser sex at best. I know Austin doesn't have a big dick. He just doesn't. And we've seen like the Madison clip. Madison! Yeah, we've seen him push down his boner when he was like, trying to hook up with those it like two girls. It wasn't very big. For no, he was, like, he was like, Madison! Ah. And not that there's anything wrong with that, but I'm saying if we're going to call him the Pete Davidson of Bravo, yeah, wait, wait, wait. I will say- <laughs> There, there I, is a place- for us small dick people, you guys, there is a place. I was Joking. obsessed with the the igloo montage, Luke's igloo, <laughs> and how he always he wanted to tap the tree and get sap. My one of my friends texted me who like <laughs> it was just out of nowhere, and she was like watching Winterhouse a couple days late, and she was like, "Why is Luke obsessed with like getting everyone to do outdoor activities with him? Like, what is with him? And like, like obviously they're here to party, and Luke is like." Let's go tap some, get some sap out of this tree. I think Luke felt like he needed a rebuilding season after the Hannah thing. I think people thought he was like a creep. And I think that's even like he had Gabby uh, handed to him on a plate where she was like, hey, we can just touch each other's body parts and be friends. And he was like, you know what? I don't think, you know, you know, he actually stood up. I don't think he he was even trying though. I don't think he was like orchestrating like, oh, I need to look good for the fans this season. Like he just that's just who up. he is. Yeah, it's just who he is. And I've always I've always said that. By the way, I've always defended Luke. I think you've that always Luke, been big Luke. I've always been big Luke. Like literally, I've always defended. You can tell that he's just a genuinely nice Midwestern guy, and that's who he is. And you saw it on on Winterhouse. Yeah, I mean, and by the way, sometimes nice Midwestern guys can be boring. Like, I mean, that's yeah. how sometimes, and it's okay. That's true. They, well, let's get into the 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 mystery of it all, though. Is that Kyle and Amanda? Do they own? the the house franchise into the sense of we were supposed to get a storyline where Gabby said Kyle in the previews for the whole season we had a, a scene yeah. of Gabby like Kyle hit on me in the hot tub and Amanda going ah and like crying we had that moment and we it got cut entirely from what the hell happened I think honestly it could have been a Franken edit during the the preview in that it was taken out of context and just put in the trailer to like get people excited. So it might have just not been anything at all to begin with, which is what, and I never thought that would be like an actual serious plot line because I was they got married. They're fine. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. But I'm, my thing is like if alcohol and hot tubs, like Kyle, we've seen Kyle hit on Stassi in a hot tub uh, in the, the premiere. Yeah. The premiere episode of summer house. Um, so I, I, and by the way, I think Kyle and Amanda, I really like them a lot, but I do think, I'm starting to think they have a lot of control over the franchise and not in terms of like, but I think people just genuinely love them and they are the backbone They are of that franchise. So my hope is that it wasn't them saying we really prefer for this not to make the edit. I That's my preference. That's it. my hope. I highly doubt it just because um, I don't think they would have that much poll just in general maybe but like also I just don't think that they would do that because there are so many other embarrassing things that kind of 
you know, have aired with them and they're like fine with it. Yeah. I don't know. I just, yeah. I mean, it's definitely embarrassing things have aired with them. I can't, I just can't see them doing that. Like, I just don't think that they're the type of people that, you know, would care that much about some storyline on the show when really it's like, they know that the show is, you know, it's their show. It's, I don't know. I just can't imagine them doing that. I'm, I'm against that idea. I don't, I won't stand for these theories. It's just, no, I'm just, Hey, this is, we, we have to talk about all, all ideas. Um, it is weird. Do we think any of the new people will survive? Uh, cause Gabby, by the way, then got this kind of weird head. It was like, I think she said like one line in the last episode where I forgot she was even there at a point. And I'm, I'm curious yeah, what so the hell happened there. You know, when I spoke to some of the summer house people, when I saw them after winter house filmed the impression that I got in literally verbatim from some of them was that um, Gabby did not understand the assignment. And I think that you can kind of tell, and I think Paige said that in an interview too, was that, um, Gabby would stay in her room a lot and she just wasn't. And it's like, you're on vacation. Yes. But it's not a real vacation. You're filming a show and you're getting paid for it. See, I feel like that's what I would do too, is like, I would just like, I would would hide away. You know, I do that all the time. Whenever I'm on like girls trips, I always need like bachelorette parties or whatever it is. I'm like, I need to just get some space for a second and go in my, I always do that on trips. Like I like being alone. I need to write inspirational phrases on post-its and put them on a wall. That's what I always do. Be yourself. Everyone else is taken. By the way, the Gabby, you guys, if you haven't watched it, she would write these inspirational phrases and Luke, I think asked her about it or something. And to me, I saw that and I, I get it, you know, but it's like already that's too much work for me. I'm like, Every yeah. day you're writing these inspirational phrases and putting it on the wall. Like I can just written a book of poetry. So what book of Gabby poetry. has? Yeah, it's online. Oh. You can find it. I forget what it's called, but um, yeah, she seems very artsy. Probably not, you know, for the for the reality show scene. I'm curious if I'm yeah, I'm curious what because I think Winterhouse will definitely be back. I'm curious. I hope so and oh. and Jason, Jason really does, and we said this last week too. He's just what a sweetheart what a nice I guy i love jason yeah so jason was the one that came with Lindsay to pick up my tv that one time but i mean say like and Lindsay kisses him in this episode and they're kind of like oh yeah, yeah. Let's, but i like i he's too nice for Lindsay. that's what already, it is. too like, nice he is genuinely such a nice guy and i think that Lindsay subconsciously whether she realizes it or not she does thrive on drama which is great for tv but yeah, with a nice guy like that, I I wouldn't see it working out anyway. But um, yeah, I remember when they came over that to pick up my TV. Yeah, and, yeah. And we were drinking. I ended up getting so drunk that I threw up that night. But nice. um, Lindsay had just brought wine. She was like, "Jason, we need another bottle of wine. Can you go down and get it?" And it was like right when he walked in the door, and he was like, "Yeah, sure, of course." I was like, you're so sweet. Yeah. Like I can vouch for having met him in real life that he is genuinely just yeah. a nice guy who was clearly very smitten for Lindsay. And, you know, I just think that that's not the type. She needs someone that's a little bit more, someone that can challenge her a little bit more. Maybe. And does Julia make it back? She seemed to get, yeah. I mean, they all love her. I think they all hang out with her like to this day. So I can see her. I don't know. Like she I think needs Andrea, to lose the boyfriend. Or the boy, she needs to lose the Andrea. 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 So Andrea. So he, I think made an appearance in summer house, but I don't know about the rest of them. 
That's good. But, but, but by the way, I, I hats off, it, you know, it had its clunky moments, but overall it was very exciting. I think people, it shows the health that, and did you even bother with ultimate girls trip yet with anything or is it too busy this week? Cause of Bravo. I mean, oh, of no, I didn't, I d- haven't watched it yet, but I will. I saw that it was airing on Bravo the other day. Yeah. Starting like, to oh. air on Bravo. Yeah, but, but I it- didn't have time this week because I've been obsessing over yellow jackets. That's a showtime show. Correct. Have you watched it yet? No, no, no. Oh my God. It is my new favorite show. And there's only been three episodes out. And the is it like character. parent trap? Would I get it? <laughs> is it like so basically the plot and right now there are only three episodes left. So I might recommend to anyone who hasn't watched it yet to just wait until they're all out so you can binge it because I literally have been thinking about it nonstop, but it's about, anyway, it's about a team of soft girl soccer players in the nineties that are like high school, like varsity soccer. They're on a plane to like their championship and the plane crashes in the middle of nowhere. And then it flashes forward to, to the ones that have survived in real life or in 2021. So you like see, and then it's like, you know, doing hey, the somebody else said thing. like really great, uh, great things about it. So you're like the the third person that I've heard really good things about. I'm it. obsessed with it. And also Dexter new blood. The new Dexter is amazing. I'm, I'm scared to start that. And like, it's like Dexter. It's so, you know, guys, we used to be obsessed about Dexter and it feels like nobody's talking about Dexter at all. I know what happened to the Dexter hive. I'm still it, Dexter. Well, I think hive. it's like, it's like TV gets like TV builds on what like Dexter created. And now we have all of these gruesome murder shows. And I feel like people have forgotten about Dexter when Michael C. Hall is just a brilliant, brilliant actor. Dexter watched so Joe Goldberg could run. (laughs) Joe Goldberg from you, of course, which by the way, you is not nearly as, I mean, is is, you is so like lifetimey. Like it makes serial killing fun. Yeah, it's like corny, but that's why it's fun. It's like fun corny. Like Dexter is just an amazing, amazing show that everyone should watch like from the beginning. Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from 30 performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters 
And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. We will be right back to the show in just a second. We have a couple uh, commercials for you, people that are sponsoring the show this week. All uh, great, great, great uh, products and people and shows. I'm very excited. Our first one, they are a repeat sponsor. It is a game called Best Fiends. Now, it is the busiest time of the year. So if you need a break from the holiday action, Best Fiends is the perfect pick-me-up. It is seriously my new favorite game. I have been playing it for the last couple of weeks, uh, and especially over Thanksgiving. I Actually, we would sit at the fire pit, my cousin and uh, her boyfriend and my dad, and sometimes my mom, and I would have my phone, and I would be playing this while I was deep in conversation with my family. Sorry, my family, if you're listening. Uh, Best Fiends is a match-three-style puzzle and adventure game all rolled into one, and with more levels being added all the time, there's always something new to play. Best Fiends has it all. It has an amazing storyline, collectible fiends, and tons of fun puzzles. I can't put it down. It's quite possibly the best puzzle game out there. And no Wi-Fi? You're on a plane? No problem. Play Best Fiends wherever and whenever you want with offline mode. So even if your holiday travels take you off the beaten path, you can still play Best Fiends. Um, like I said, I brought it on a plane once already. I have brought it to my parents' place. I'm going to be on a set this week. I will probably bring it there. And also, it is a great way to get your mind, if you want to like not try to break your habit of like watching TV when you go to sleep like I do, it's kind of a good in-between thing to kind of break the TV habit, if you will. So download Best Fiends free today on the App Store or Google Play. That is friends without the R, Best Fiends. Uh, so check that out, you guys. I think that's great, and especially around the holiday times. And kind of get your older kids involved too. I think it's cool. Uh, so our next one is sponsored by Wondery. Of course, we all know Wondery. They produce so many amazing, amazing shows. Uh, here's another one. In the early 2000s, millions of households across the world tuned in to watch contestants battle for the last rose or to be the final survivor on the island. Reality TV was beginning to dominate the airwaves and every show needed to be bigger, flashier, and more scandalous than the last. But in the case of one infamous dating show, the real drama was happening off screen and it would shape the future of reality TV. The reality TV series There's Something About Miriam seemed like a pretty standard dating competition. Six young men wed for the affection of Miriam Rivera, a beautiful model from Mexico. But when Miriam revealed that she was a trans woman during the show's finale, the on-screen drama sparked an international uproar about gender, sexuality, and whether reality television had finally gone too far. Wondery's new podcast miniseries, Harsh Reality, The Story of Miriam Rivera, reveals what happened behind the scenes of this infamous TV show and how a multi-million dollar lawsuit and media fallout impacted the lives of Miriam and the contestants and changed the rules of reality television forever. Um, I think shows like this are 
kind of amazing. It's what we've been talking about lately, folks, with getting a peek behind the curtain. We saw that, of course, with Denise Richards and the Bravo, Bravo, Bravo. Um, but this actually takes us behind the scenes of what they did with this actual reality show. Um, I think it is so fascinating to dissect these shows that we love and see where these productions learned from their mistakes. Also, I I think this podcast especially highlights that sometimes uh, the bigger story or the more intense story is actually what's happening behind the scenes. Uh, I am definitely adding this to my podcast list. Um, I'm very excited for this one. And I'm actually, I think, going to probably be speaking to somebody involved in this podcast because it's just a really, really great story. So follow Harsh Reality, the story of Miriam Rivera on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or you can listen early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts or the Wondery app. Uh, that is very cool. I love uh, when other podcasts uh, sponsor this show. That is awesome. And it's about reality shows. It's what we love. Um, and finally, Uncommon Goods. If you're anything like us, you want to win that best gift giver ever title this holiday season. We've got a secret source for that. It's Uncommon Goods. Uh, Uncommon Goods has just right gifts for all your loves and likes. We're talking moms, dads, teens, in-laws, besties, your one and only all of them. It's not stuff you can find just anywhere. Uncommon Goods has unique and creative gifts, often handmade by independent artists and makers. And they have gift guides to help you match the right gift to the right person. Here is some cool stuff I found recently on their site. Um, of course, they have a cold brew maker. I want this, actually. I... Um, I love Starbucks cold brew, but it's really expensive. But if I had a cold brew machine in my house, which they sell on Uncommon Goods... I think that would finally be the product that would make me actually happy in this world. I saw that. That was cool. In fact, you can actually go on there. You can say, I'm looking for my wife or for my daughter or for my girlfriend, and they will give you a list of items that are particularly good for them. And that is so cool. I kind of went on there, and I know you're not supposed to do this, but I just started looking at things that I would like. And that's not what gift giving is all about. You got to give to our, your loved ones, especially this time of year. They have it all. So who knows what holiday shop shopping will look like this season and the unique gifts at Uncommon Goods can sell out fast. So shop now and get it taken care of early. Folks, we have less than a month to the, the big holidays. We got we got to get this. We got to get it under control. So Uncommon Goods looks for products that are high quality, unique, and often handmade or made in the U.S. They have the most meaningful out-of-the-ordinary gifts anywhere. Uncommon Goods also uncovers uncommon experiences. They offer that. So choose from live online classes in mixology, cooking, flower arranging, embroidery, and more from hand-picked artists and experts. They will even teach you cool classes to learn cool things. Uh, and with every purchase you make at Uncommon Goods, they give back $1 to a nonprofit partner of your choice. So this is the important part. To get 15% off your next gift, go to uncommongoods.com slash so bad. That's uncommongoods.com slash so bad for 15% off. Remember, if you guys forget any of this, it is in the show notes. Uh, this will be there for you. So don't miss out on this limited time offer. Uncommon Goods. We're all out of the ordinary. Uh, and now, folks, back to the show. 
but also Dexter New Blood, you can probably start like without all of the background because it's like a yeah. new show. Um, okay, one last thing before we get into sunset, uh, because I didn't get it. I think you know, pop culture, it just comes and goes so quick. I'm not sure exactly when. I think it was last Monday when Pete Davidson got the hickey from Kim Kardashian, and we didn't get to talk oh, about it last come Sunday. Come on, what? You don't want to? I would love your thoughts about the hickey. I know, but I'm just I'm come oning at the hickey. How they thought that the whole world would be like, oh, Kim's acting like a teenager again. She's so happy. I mean, Kim's acting like a sixth grader. Like I used to give myself hickeys yeah, on like, my hand. Want- no one does that. No one does that. And you think that Kim Kardashian with her glam squad and her KKW beauty, which by the way, is never coming back. It's defunct. It's wait, wait, wait. KKW beauty's done. It's never coming back. It's done. Cause it's skims defunct. is too big, right? Yeah. And it's like, Kate, she failed at KKW beauty. She failed. Kim I thought KKW beauty was doing good. It, it wasn't it's, doing good. Have you seen them post on Instagram in the past year? I don't follow. I mean, that makeup and the girl clothing thing, I completely left, beyond me. They, but anyway, so the woman who is a makeup master and who knows, yeah, they haven't posted on Instagram since August 1st and they said they're rebranding, but they're just never coming back. She's well, and the theory initially was because of the, the Kanye West uh, split, you know? Yeah, yeah. So we said that, but it's like the beauty industry is way too difficult to like succeed in because there are way too many good established beauty brands. And I do marketing for beauty brands. So I know how hard is it, it is to acquire customers in beauty because everyone already has their favorite skincare and their makeup and no one wants to put new stuff on their face. And she's so already that, succeeding so well in skin, yeah, but she doesn't need the, the headache. She doesn't need it anymore, but either way, it's just funny that it kind of disappeared and then she never said anything about it again. So so are you saying give her. them La La Beauty is like the premier beauty uh, celebrity uh, yeah, makeup product? Yeah, that's like the top luxury beauty brand for sure. The um, <laughs> by the way. Wait. But what? the hickey thing. The oh, yeah, the hickey, hickey. was so fake. It like no one gives hickeys. I can guarantee you. It honestly not even with what? your new guy. You've not given a hickey yet. You can swear no, he's giving I you would, a hickey. And I would be freaking pissed if anyone gave me a hickey. That's not a thing. No oh, one. You does feel it. By ball. the way, when you you can feel a hickey about to happen. So that's not a thing. Oh, my mom's here. My mom wants. What to up? Say I got a. Hey, Miss Ross. No, you don't have a hickey. I got a hickey in high school. Hey, oh, high school. from Mr. Ross. Hi, mom. Hi. Happy this Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. I love all your posts. Who oh you my from? gosh. I'm, I get embarrassed even thinking that you look at it. I'm not that. No, um, he I'm loves not, all of them. She I'm likes, not that degraded. I, I degrade all of your posts before I do. She's like, huh, did you see Ryan's post? Well, eventually I'll be doing a podcast with her and not you. So yeah, that's, right. That's, <laughs> right. that's right. That's right. That's right. You Bone know, up on those pop culture stories. We're talking about Kim Kardashian's Kim Kardashian Pete Davidson's hickey, which There's is clearly no way fake. She gave him a hickey. Exactly. She's way. Wow! Too look at yes. like, look who you get She's it from. Too she vain, the exactly. She's too vain. Exactly. She's that. too vain. So what do we think is happening? Because Pete Davidson is not just. I mean, he does have free will. He's not just going to go along with it, it to go along honest- with it. Because look at Pete Davidson all over the news. His relevancy, he's more relevant than ever. But he's the king of Staten Island. It's all PR. It doesn't matter. It's if it gets him if it gets him in the news and if it gets him. He knows that that's gonna end up with more money and roles and jobs for him by dating Kim Kardashian. Are you kidding me? No, it just it just makes me think like there's gotta be one real person here that's gonna stop the madness. Had her assistant give Pete the hickey. 
she didn't do that. Like Wait, she didn't. No, she had she Kim's assistant. You're saying Kim's sure. assistant gave Pete the that, That's not appropriate. That's not a good joke. Okay, bye. Bye. Not a good joke. You can got cut kicked that out. out. Got she kicked she out. Tried. She okay, tried. Sorry, sorry. Did you I love it. Out? I love it, Miss Ross. Thank you. Okay. Um, you call me Mrs. Ross. I'm Amy. You can call Amy. Her. Sorry, Amy. I just didn't want to disrespect Amy. Sophie and Bill and Becky. I said, "Hey." Oh, you know my parents. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll we'll rush. Um. Okay. So you think it's fake though? The Kanye of it all though. Kanye is now doing public prayers where he's like, and and by the way, he's coming fully clean about his alcohol abuse, about all of this stuff. And that God wants him, like he's posting Instagram photos. And I've been there. Like I've been, I've tried to win back an ex from a celebrity before. And it was the most painful. And I, I wasn't a celebrity. <laughs> I tried to win back. What? My, well, I think we talked, my ex, uh, like, uh, the, one of the creators of South park back in the day tried to woo my oh, ex yes, and it yes, worked yes. like, yes. like it was flying her everywhere, like Italy and Hawaii. And like, I was trying to like find ways to get her back. And like, I wasn't I was a celebrity, like turning like, like Timothy Chalamet when you said, <laughs> oh, could you imagine like, yo, Tim, why you got to go so hard on my ex, man, please. That's please, my girl, man. Tim. Yeah. Tim, like, he doesn't even have pubic hair. And he's like, um, <laughs> We, yeah, someday we do have to talk about how Timothy Chalamet is not growing, like not as a person, but just physically DNA wise. He seems to be stuck in like a 13 year old's body. It's his body type. Oh, my God. OK, so Kanye is now full court press on Kim. And also, by the way, I do want to mention uh, rest in peace, Virgil Abloh, uh, who is one of Kanye's best so friends, sad. but also an yeah. amazing designer. Uh, you know, the, the world uh, suffered a great loss in terms of art black- and fashion creative director of Louis Vuitton or I might be wrong any really luxury brand like he was such a and I think um particular particularly a black American he was just such a a trailblazer in fashion and bringing streetwear to luxury houses and just changing the face of fashion forever like he's had such an insane impact on fashion so I just had to like go yeah and 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 I will say another thing because this just got announced today and he had kept this uh hidden or secret Uh but which by the way Really, at like um, I was thinking about Chadwick Boseman, uh, the actor who many great roles, but we know him uh, as Black Panther. You know, he did the same thing where he was battling this illness and he kept it completely private. And, you know, it's like I stubbed my toe and I'm like, I'm dying, everybody, I'm dying. And these people have such dignity and strength. And I'm like, I would never be able to like if I'm dying, you're going to know about it. And it. It really like it was very um, moving reading a lot of tributes uh, to him. And and this just got announced today, Sunday. So but I also thought about yeah, Kanye. because I know what people are going through. Oh, yeah. I mean, but it's like Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. I was thinking about Kanye, though, of like, mm-hmm. listen, I have a very strong opinions about Kanye, but there is a part of me that like, how much can this dude take? Like, I don't, I, you're, and I don't know what's real and I don't know, but like, if we're taking it as face value, he supposedly has made uh, that he wants Kim back, that he wants this. He, he failed as a husband in certain ways, even though I think it was sometimes very even in failure between um, the man and the woman. Um, and Kim did some kind of shitty things too. But I mean, I get, I get worried about Kanye. Like I get worried. Like I, I, and I know he's richer than all of us and blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, dude, like if you, 
all you need is one bad moment to do something crazy and all that. And I just, I just hope that he has people around him that he can really, uh, cause it just seems like he's, he's, he's very troubled right now um, in terms of trying yeah. to get Kim back. And, and I don't mean like he's having manic episodes. I'm not saying that, but I am saying, and by the way, a lot of people will say too, that that's very manipulative of how he's using social media to potentially get Kim back. It's very manipulative that if, if we were to believe the Pete thing and Kim's happy, it's very manipulative for Kanye to do what he's doing. I mean, I know you have well, opinion yeah, if this is real or not. What said, do you think? So people have said that in, you know, that that's a classic narcissist or like a toxic um, partner move is that as soon as you move on, they, you know, do stuff like that. So it probably is like, you know, a toxic situation for Kim. Um, I mean, in my opinion, when I saw that, I was, I thought Chris Jenner was behind it. And you know why I thought that? Because of that TikTok from a couple weeks ago. Oh, that yeah. was talking about how the way that Kim has always, I mean, it's, it's a lot of things that have contributed to Kim's success, but the way that Kanye treated her, like she was some amazing, amazing goddess. Piece of art. You know, yeah. It made the world see her that way. Yeah. And so now, oh my God, he's fighting. Her ex-husband is fighting to get her back because she's so amazing and he can't live without her. And now these two famous guys are fighting over her. It's the perfect scenario for Kim and Chris. And for the new Hulu show premiere, like that's uh, the other yeah, thing too, is exactly. that the Pete Davidson thing also is very interesting. There was a part of me because I just don't believe anything anymore. I'm becoming more, you know, pop culture conspiracy me, probably. theorists, probably because of you. But is there part of me was like, cause there was like this, uh, gossip thing where saying that Chris had gotten very close to getting Pete to agree to be in the Hulu show. And then I could see them doing some stupid thing of like playing the press and him getting the makeup and seeing how far people will go. Yeah. For, so I was like, what if that is like a Hulu storyline and Pete, but there's like a can't buy me love element to this too, which I've talked about. It's like an eighties film with Patrick Dempsey where, you know, he pays to get this popular girl to make him popular. And Kanye did that with Kim you know, and got Kim like kind of more solidified in terms of respect. And now Kim potentially is doing that for Pete because it's, I mean, he already had Ariana, he had all these people, but now we're skyrocketing into the golden dick of like forever, like of like, just this guy must have the golden dick. And, you know, I was even thinking, I, I posted that thing. I was thinking about like, if I had a time machine, like putting him in like the Britney Paris, uh, you know, Lindsay car ride, you know, where Pete would be if he was like 10 years ago or fit. Like think about like stars of yore that he could have slept with if he had been born in a different time. He's magic. Him and Lindsay Lohan. I could have seen that. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like he like, depending on what time period Pete was in, he's missed out on so many starlets, uh, you know, days of yore. And that's what I would do with my time machine. I would just send Pete back to hook I up think with there's honestly, if there's like one more after Kim Kardashian, another, another hot famous woman, I'm going to be like, okay, this is all like, now it's just for attention for these women. Cause they know they're going to get attention. It's like, yeah. how many, how many ex-girlfriends, how many, um, freaking 
Ariana Grande, Kate Beckinsale, Kim Kardashian, Kaya Gerber, which by the way, Pete Davidson waited until Kaya Gerber turned 18 and then started dating her. So he's not, you know, some prize either. He's kind of a creep in his own right. So if he keeps doing this, I'm, I think the whole world is just going to get fatigued with his dating. Like it's, they should do like a, like that, that service cameo, but with Pete, where you can pay for Pete to sleep with your friends. Yeah, like holidays and birthdays and stuff like I mean, it's a lot. It would be a lot of money. It wouldn't be like a normal price point, but it would it is something that they should consider. Um, Yeah, because by the way, imagine in 30 years from now, like all you girls that want to hook up with Pete Davidson, you should have to be like, OK, you totally can. But it should have to be 30 years from now. Oh, my like God. it should be have to be like 53 year old Pete Davidson and see where he's at. Um Okay, so I guess we're we don't know what's happening with all of that. We're gonna have to get way more information. Uh, also, in terms of the Travis Scott thing, I listened on the car ride home uh, to this uh, new podcast, allegedly Bravo, and these two ladies, uh, lawyers that are I think coming on pretty soon. But they did a rundown of the Travis Scott Astro World and like a whole timeline oh, and all that stuff. And that. and they had watched. I mean, and you know, I I knew a lot of the information already, but it was fascinating to hear it again of just how long. And I know this isn't in the news this week, but I do want to keep talking about it because it should be in the news. Yeah. Is um, just how long Travis Scott kept going in the concert after he was told. He went for like a whole 48 minutes yeah. after the first, like after it was determined a mass casualty. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was determined a mass casualty. He went on for 48 minutes, brought Drake out to do sicko mode like 40 minutes after it was told that there was a mass, ca- mass casualty event. And where I was starting to soften on Travis, I have completely uh, like he's fucked. Like he is. Oh, yeah. I mean, like they have they have so much information about him getting arrested at Lollapalooza and all of these other things. I mean, it's like he's he I mean, shame on him. I mean, like, honestly, shame on him. Yeah. The Washington Post actually also did a very, very, very thorough timeline and then also like a 13 minute video of all of the evidence that they had compiled. It was a lot of never before footage that I hadn't seen floating around that the Washington Post had clearly acquired somehow. And yeah, it's entirely damning because you see, you literally see Travis Scott looking at these people in the crowd that aren't okay. And you hear all the people calling for help and saying, I can't breathe. And you can hear it. You know, he can hear it. And he keeps going. It's like, why did he keep going? Like, why? Because so many other people probably could have been saved if he had just stopped and instead, you know, it was because he wants to rage. Yeah, it's just it's absurd. And yeah, he will 1000 percent be held accountable. Um, it'll be it'll yeah. just be interesting to see how much he's held accountable and Live Nation is held accountable. Like what the split is going and to be in terms Apple, of financial. Apple's going to be held accountable, I think, to some degree, too. Because of the live stream. Yeah, because of the live stream. So, yeah, it's going to be. Uh, but, you know, it's fascinating. I was like, we always made fun of Kylie that Travis wouldn't put a ring on it. And now, thank, thank God. God, she thank God she didn't because her money would have been affected by this. You know, like they would have yeah. taken her down as well. And, you know, but also you know, shame on Kylie too. I didn't, you know, like she deleted the, the Instagram stories where you could clearly see the ambulance making its way through the crowd. And also she, I get it. Like you can't put you, I've been to many concerts and all that, but like, man, seeing that footage now of people dancing on top of the ambulance, trying to get out like, man, what a wrong move in that. Like, I, I, I hope those people realize, man, that's such a, poor move now to have, have oh, seen that one of, the guys, one of the guys that was dancing on the ambulance got like id'd right after it happened and he 
was like cancel culture coming for me. Like he didn't feel bad about it at all, even after he found out people died. And then he ended up like deleting his social media. So people took care of him. Well, we know cancel culture doesn't actually really exist because also we made a grand reappearance on Instagram of Mr. Army Hammer showed up uh, this uh, week on uh, Elizabeth Chambers Instagram. Guess they all had Thanksgiving in the Caymans together. I didn't even see and I follow Elizabeth. Was he like, yeah, my friend Marissa sent this to me earlier because I was like, what? And sent me a picture of, uh, you know, I'll send it, sent me the, the screen video of uh, Elizabeth Chambers, but also, um, if you go to the Zen Blondes Instagram, it's up there too. Uh, but there's like a snap of like Thanksgiving dinner prep came in style, and we see Army sitting down. And I, I will say, I am participating in an Army Hammer documentary this week. Um, so uh, it'll be interesting to see, you know, which is just so oh weird. My yeah, God. there's like gonna be, yeah, so, um, It'll be weird. I, I was like, oh, wow. But to have it in Elizabeth Chambers, which is his ex-wife, you guys, to have him show up. And I know they share kids together, but I just think, I don't know. Like, I I don't know. I just, well, I will say, you know, like we joke about people like Austin, but I think Army's in a whole different category. And, um, but if you, you know, remember guys can be very manipulative and work their way back into situations that they shouldn't be back into, you know, I don't know. I don't have all the information. I, mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't speculate too much just because he was at Thanksgiving with his kids, you know, like That's what I, I said, that's what I said. I, I don't know all of it. That, I don't, yeah, have I don't think that he's like staging a comeback or that him and Elizabeth are back together. Like, I think that he probably, they've all been in the Cayman islands this entire time. I know that he was in, well, rehab. remember he's quote unquote rehab, you know? Yeah. He must be out of his treatment center or whatever he was. Um, but yeah. I, yeah. So yeah. anyways, um, okay, so now on to some really fun stuff before we have to get going. Selling Sunset. I have been fixated on the new season, season four of Selling Sunset. And I can't tell you guys why the hell I even like this show. I can, there's, it was so boring this season. There's no, that's what I'm saying. There's no reason I should like this show. Yet I, every time I went to bed, I would turn it on every time. It yeah. is like, once again, so glossy, so sugary. It hits you over the head with a soundtrack. Um, I think Mary and Chriselle, they don't even see, like I said, like you could tell me they were robots and it would make more sense. I don't, by the way, I don't trust Chriselle as far as I could throw her. I, that girl, what? I don't, I, I'm sorry. I think we have big disagreements here. We have big disagreements here. I, I like Chriselle. Well, Chriselle uh, and I are Twitter friends. Did you uh, see our little- No, I had- didn't. What happened? I tweeted, oh, it was when I tweeted, um, it was a picture of Pete Davidson and it was like, the man that um, was dating Christine he- Emma and Heather all at the same time. And, and <laughs> I didn't see that. Like, great. I like that. She responded laughing emojis. And then I was like, love you queen. And she was like, love your hot takes. We've like, she's been following me for a little bit. So I have a soft spot for Chriselle, but also I, I do think she's genuinely like, yes, I know that, you know, to go from, you know, not having a home to buying a house. I was like, okay, we get it. Like she said it like seven. I'm the smelly girl in the car. Yeah. It's like, we know you were smelly when you were little, like we know, (laughs) but um, yeah. So there are some things where I'm like, okay, Chriselle, we get it. But I think so. Also person. Oh, okay. So I, like I said, I blame you. I feel like I question everything now. And she is one of the people I question. And I also have heard a lot of rumors about the Justin Hartley stuff in her 
question what <laughs> when there's christine on the screen okay, what could christine, do that is christine is literally going for christine is working on a whole nother level than anybody else in that show and i do like we're going to talk about the main thing here in a second but christine is working on a whole different show than any of the rest of those ladies. And the fact these ladies are spinning their wheels, trying to deal with Christine, where it's bringing their value down and they got to watch it because it truly is. And the other thing I keep thinking about on the car ride home was that I was like, cause I was like, I, all these people, man, like, I just don't, this is not like, I was like, but this isn't fake. I just think they actually live like this and they kind of are fake people by design. So the camera is picking that up. It is insanely I, boring at times. Those twins, you can't get a read on them. And the fact that Chriselle is supposedly with one of those twins, I don't buy that either. Like, I don't, I don't. And did you see how they, they, they're trying to set I up like at the, the dog Oppenheim. birthday party when he reads the poem? Yeah, it was sweet. I like the Oppenheim twins. I like I them. don't dislike them. I'm just saying you can't get a read on the first read on their personality was the dog poem at the dog birthday party. And the camera, even very smartly, pans over to Grishel like, oh, he's different than I thought he was. Sense, this <laughs> is was the best. The this is the best dog poem I've ever heard. You know, that was the moment she knew. I will say it's annoying <laughs> how they literally show up to work with glam like they're yes. they actually get hairstylists and makeup artists like real houses of beverly hills do for like their dinner parties which is like that's not reality like no. to me it's just too glossy like it would scare too... me if my realtor showed up like yeah that. it was just way this season just felt so fake and scripted and just all of it was just it was just so okay. so fake but if i have to choose a team it's always going to be kershell and mary well, I am. I mean, Mary, I think looked horrible this season, not physically, but just I think she did not do herself Why? any favors Why? coming that hard against Christine. I think it bit her in the ass. Wait, because but Christine has been literally a horrible person to all. But of she's them. never not been horrible. If you already have somebody horrible, you're always going to like. You know, Mary was considered an angel. Christine's always considered the devil. Mary has moved closer to Christine. Christine has stayed the devil, but Mary's moving closer to like Christine. No, she's not remained pristine. That. I think that no. Yeah, I think that Christine has probably and that's what happens with some of these narcissistic personalities when they go on shows and they get a taste of fame and they get that she probably has turned into a more vile person version of herself since joining the show. And I think that Mary, it says it all that she actually shows up in like a tank top and in her hair like looking like she just crawled out of bed when she shows up to film with like Amanza and Amanza has her full glam and like she's wearing like a bodycon cutout suit to walk the dogs it's like I appreciate that Mary seems like a real person well but see Mary also loses me with Romaine now I love Romaine we didn't get enough Romaine this season um but I will say Mary, what do you guys talk about, man? Like you, he can barely do a scent. Like, what are you guys like? And he started off the first season of the chef. And now we find out he's like, I think construction or something. I mean, like there's like a weird, like all of a sudden we're getting things moved around completely in terms of like even occupation, but whatever. The big thing we got to talk about is what you pointed out on your, uh, the Reddit thread and your Twitter. And this I find fascinating because I don't disagree with it, but I also think it almost makes a very interesting reality star. And I hope they call it out if true. You went down a Reddit thread rabbit hole where they're saying that potentially Christine's pregnancy is there, are they saying it's fake, correct? That she faked it. Now, um, I do want to say, Christine, before we get any haters, 
Christine uh, has said, you know, uh, did a very like on her Instagram story said, it's very hurtful that these things are being said, blah, blah, blah. So I want to say I'm aware of that before we speak about this. And I know that it might be taboo, but I also want to say that Christine also has been known to be quite uh, a little bit of a liar. So it's kind of like Erica Jane where- A and little Jen bit. Well, I'm we just, I'm watched to be nice. her literally lie about being engaged to this guy and got caught in that lie and then was pretending she was like, oh, I don't want to be in the past. I don't want to focus on the past. It's like, you just got caught in a she lie. Bro- by by the way, she brushes. It. She's she's a very good liar. Like, it's very, like, to me, it was like Erica Jane 3.0, where I, like, she just smiles and keeps it moving. But I will say, it's like, creepy. I've never, what's up? It's creepy. And it's frustrating to watch, like, Jax Taylor Almost like it's it's really creepy. Like you can see the wheels turning in our head of like what's the normal human reaction? Like what human emotion should she show? And I thought that was so ridiculous that she's like, I just want to move forward with these girls, and she has to work, she's working with them. They have to work in an office together. And I I know how I have felt in the past when I have put up boundaries with toxic people, toxic friends, whoever it is. And I'm like, I cannot, I do not want to be around this person. It's not healthy for me. Yeah. They are, I have put up boundaries and it's like, it's hard when you have mutual friends with this person, they have to show up to stuff. I can't imagine working with her. And the fact that the women in the finale were like, Hey, like, can we just talk to you for a second? And she was like talking about, I, well, but to be fair, forward. I haven't seen the finale yet. Okay. Well, whatever. I'm yeah. sorry to spoil it. No, no, no. You can spoil it. I'm just saying when I, you I'm watch sorry it, when you it. watch it, you will probably change your tune about Christine because essentially she walks into this party and, you know, was talking about how she wants to move forward, not live in the past anymore. And the girls are like, Hey, can we talk to you? We need to move forward. And and um, she's like, no, I have no interest in that. It's like, so which one is it? Like, are, do you want to move forward or do you want to just be this outcast? She was crying the entire season about being ostracized. And they're like, okay, let's talk and move forward. It's just, she, she's frustrating to watch. It's like Jax Taylor. Like she's not a normal human being. She doesn't, call. she never thought that she would call be called out on her lie about the engagement when she literally said that, Oh, I only told Davina and didn't think to check with Davina before. They yeah. Davina was, like, Davina was like, I don't remember. Exactly. <laughs> Davina, poor Davina, man. Davina's so funny too. Like the way she's breathy in all of her scenes. She's like, huh, hi, oh, uh, So wait, it's so do you think she was, because we know she does have a baby. Do you think that was a surrogate? Oh, she did. Yeah, she had a, I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, so it's not a fake baby. It's not a fake baby. It's a real baby, yeah. but she's fake pregnant. I mean, a lot of people think this way about Hilaria Baldwin, too. There are lots oh, yeah. of hilarious. Hilaria <laughs> is like still, man, she is still on. Well, we're almost a year. We're almost a year to the day of the Hilaria Baldwin scandal. Yeah. And she's still posting stupid crap about, you know, her native land and all of this crap. Um, I, I know you got to go. We got to wrap up here, but I do want to get your thoughts on a Vanderpump Rules party that was held last night, I think at Ariana and Tom's. And it seems like even Stassi was there. Brittany was there. Jax wasn't there. Did you see uh, them posting about this? Oh, was that when um, Stassi looked like she was, she stepped out of a shark? Yeah, you had this great Midwestern tweet. Mall. It was like, uh, it was like Katie, uh, Stassi and Brittany, and they're all dressed in like very Brittany totally was like different occasions. Yeah, Brittany was like in a like I'm the Grinch. It was like a one piece I'm the Grinch outfit. Oh, uh, Katie was doing her 
She was wearing Katie like you thing. Could see what she was trying to go for. It was like a matching set, like a green sparkly matching suit. And yeah, just Katie. And she had it buttoned all the way up. I'm like, what? You can't even style things correctly. It's not a bad outfit, but just like learn how to style things. And then Stassi looking like she stepped out of a mall in the Midwest. You said Charlotte. You said, didn't you say Charlotte Charlotte Russe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like, I love, it's kind of like the Paige thing, like Stassi and Paige, how they call themselves the fashionistas. And I'm like, you guys are so basic with your fashion. Neither of you are fashionistas at all. Um. Uh, and also Real Housewives of Salt Lake City is not a new episode tonight, but we had last week's episode and immediately afterwards, there was a thing in there about uh, Jen Shaw being flagged by Louis Vuitton. And then, of course, Demois got involved and somebody had sent her a blind thing with a Louis Vuitton email address saying that Jen Shaw has never been flagged by Louis Vuitton. And Meredith Marks pretty much said that's bullshit, whatever. And she wrote, happy Sunday to those of you messaging me about Dumois. Yes, I am aware that people normally send info anonymously. Their Instagram says, quote, statements made on this site have not been independently confirmed. The account does not claim any information published is based in fact. And that's, she's talking about Dumois. And then Meredith continues, the message that was purported to be sent from Louis Vuitton was written with improper grammar and tried to quote out another customer. I highly doubt that it was written by anyone at Louis Vuitton and could have been submitted by anyone based on the fake email address. Thus, my issue is that it seems a bit unusual that anyone, especially someone who knows this, would post this as a defense with the caption, quote, don't believe the lies, which is what Jen Shaw posted on her site, don't believe the lies. So Meredith is pretty much saying somebody in Jen Shaw's camp uh, sent in that Dumois tip about Louis Vuitton, which I totally agree with Meredith Marks on this. What do you think? Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I'm team Meredith. Yeah. Uh, I want to yeah. remind everybody tonight is the housewife and the Shaw shocker or Shaw squad or whatever. That's tonight on Hulu. We oh. will be talking it on the pod on Monday, oh, night. Monday, night. So Monday night. Monday oh. um, so oh, we'll night. The listeners and not me. I like Monday night. We'll be talking about that next week. Uh, we'll be talking about that multiple times next week. And I think I have some guests that uh, will be, have been the on. Shaw Shocker. Yeah, the Shaw Shock. Which I want to just the Shaw Tell Squad. The Shaw I'm doing with my hands. Two in the stink, one in the pink, you guys. No, sorry. <laughs> no, what? it's the other two way the, around. Oh, no, I've been doing it wrong this whole time. Oh, my no God. That would, that would be so No cool. wonder nobody. <laughs> no wonder everybody's like leaving. Um, uh and then also Real Housewives of Potomac, uh, the Nicki Minaj episode will have aired. We saw one minute of it last week and we saw the trailer. What did you think of the brief uh, and the, the trailer for this week with her going after Ashley? What did you think? Oh, Nikki going after yeah. Ashley? Or well, just Nikki, Nikki in general. I mean, I mean, yeah, I love anyone calling out Michael Darby, but Nikki is in no place to preach about anyone's. Yeah, I mean, that's Nikki like husband. to talk. Well, I wonder if Ashley's going to hit back because, you know, if you guys don't know, Nikki Minaj is married to a uh, somebody that's been charged with uh, sexual assault. Like th- this is somebody that's been literally charged, like, I, it was, you know? I think it was like child rape. Yeah, I'm not. I, I don't know exactly, but you know, if you guys can look it up, I'll, I'll look it up and I'll. And say they threatened. They threatened the victim. Girl, like, yeah, yeah. The girl did not speak out. Like it's all of this messy shit. So Nicki Minaj is not the arbiter of morality here. But if you can divorce yourself from all of that, it, it's it was kind of a laugh. It's gonna, so it's gonna be good. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, okay. Is there anything else that you uh, you need to mention this week? Is there yellow jackets? Watch yellow jackets. Yellow jacket. Oh yeah. Jennifer Lopez, Ben Affleck enjoy Thanksgiving together. A uh, quote from an unnamed source. She feels it's truly meant to be. 
So her and Ben are still going strong into the holidays. That's huge. And House of Gucci, all of a sudden, oh, I'm, I'm so it. excited. But also, did you notice the Twitter turnaround where everybody's like talking Making shit about it now? It. Yeah. Michelle Collins I, I walked out of it. No, I wanted to see I, it this weekend, but we didn't have time. My mom called her uh, Hermes Hermes, and I made fun of her. And then she Hermes. So then she called Gucci Gucky. So I keep going House of Gucky. She calls Gucci Gucky, and she calls her her Hermes Hermes. Well, that's like, if there's a brand called Jacques Mousse, I was pronouncing it Jacquemus, Jacquemus <laughs> for my entire life. And then the other day someone was like Jacques Mousse. And I was like, what? I'm excited to see House of Gucky. I don't care I what people. House of Gucky. Okay. Okay. I you got to go. Go. I okay, love yeah, you. Bye. Bye. Bye, Amy. Bye, Amy. Bye. Betches.